Hello and welcome to the Frontier Strategy Group podcast series. FSG is the leading information and advisory services partner for emerging markets executives. We partner with business leaders at over 250 multinationals by providing them with information assets, advisory support, and consulting services that help inform and empower their emerging markets growth strategy. The focus of today's podcast is the devaluation we've seen in the Egyptian pound in late 2016 and how MNCs can respond to this environment. Not only do multinational firms need to manage the immediate impacts of the devaluation, but also ensure their local teams are making the necessary changes to their pricing framework, cost assumptions, and marketing strategies to adapt to a free-floating exchange rate environment in Egypt. My name is Zeynep Kosare Solo, the leader of FSG's MENA Research Practice. I'm joined today by Dalia Nagib, our North Africa analyst. As a reminder, this research and all of our content is available to FSG clients via our FrontierView platform. Dalia, so let's begin with recapping the latest developments in Egypt. Yeah, sure, and a lot has been going on in the market in these past few months. So in November, the Central Bank of Egypt moved the currency from a fixed exchange rate regime to a free-floating regime. This took everyone by surprise because many were expecting a more conservative devaluation based on the Central Bank's historical policy moves. The pound was originally pegged at 8.8 pounds to the dollar, and following the flotation to this day, the pound is trading at around 19 Egyptian pounds to the dollar. That's over 100% depreciation in the exchange rate to the US dollar, so quite significant. Yes, very significant. And and the steep depreciation is why uh, I guess this was one of the most difficult reforms for the government to uh, take on. What other reform measures uh, is the Egyptian government implementing? Are they equally painful? Yes, yeah, so it's been a very busy period for the Egyptian government. Um, in addition to the exchange rate reform, the government is also implementing several other me- measures as part of stringent IMF conditions for a $12 billion loan and to address the structural problems in the economy. In September, we saw Parliament pass a new value-added tax at a rate of 13%. This has taken a few months to be implemented. Secondly, right after the free, the free float of the pound, the government cut fuel subsidies so that prices increased between 30 and 50%. And third, tariffs on luxury goods were increased by 40 to 60 percent. In 2017, we we can expect to see the continuation of these reforms. It's likely that the IMF will put pressure on Egypt to further cut subsidies and to increase the VAT to 14 percent in the 2017-18 fiscal year before the next phase of the loan is released to Egypt. All of this means that in the next year, multinationals should expect currency volatility, high inflation and price sensitive customers across all segments. Wow, that's plenty of very difficult reforms for a country to implement, especially in terms of the pressure it puts on domestic prices and consumer budgets. Undoubtedly, this is impacting our clients. The two key questions they have in mind are when will the pound stabilize and, of course, how to adjust pricing policy accordingly. Let's start with the first one. When do we think the pound will stabilize? Yes, so this is a very difficult question to answer. However, we do know that it will take a few months for the pound to stabilize. Right now, there's an unusually high demand for dollars and still not enough supply, which is contributing to the weakness of the pound right now. A lot of this demand is stemming from a back order of payments that need to be made as a result of the severe dollar shortage of the past several months. Also, the central bank is gradually easing capital controls and allowing more non-essential goods to be imported. So these measures actually further increase the demand for dollars and also put weakening pressure on the pound. There will be an initial phase of price discovery, and once liquidity is returned to the official market, we will see the pound stabilize. 
This will likely happen in the latter half of 2017 as Egypt continues to slowly build up its foreign reserves, the inflow of remittances returns, and foreign exchange comes into the country from a gradual recovery in tourism. However, in the global context, a stronger US dollar and a few US Federal Reserve rate hikes in 2017 will prevent the pound from appreciating significantly, such as to the level of 13 or 14 pounds to the dollar like the government initially hoped for. So the, these exchange rate dynamics play into the second question about how multinationals should think about their pricing strategy. Exactly. We're seeing multinationals trying to react to the recent developments and rapidly pinpoint a certain band at which to increase prices. While this is necessary in Egypt's new exchange rate environment and the forthcoming period of volatility, it is important for multinationals to keep their broader strategic imperatives in mind as they adapt their prices. Will they prioritize profit margins, market share, or revenues? In 2017, it will be very difficult for, for multinationals to maintain all three of these imperatives, so sacrifices will have to be made. Translation risk is becoming more important not only in the immediate term, but in the foreseeable future as Egyptian teams will be subject to a free-floating currency from now on. Price increases will inevitably have to be made, but the rate of increase can have a significant impact on market share on the one hand and on profitability on the other. So an optimal strategy shift will have to entail not only price increases, but also an assessment of where costs can be cut. Can multinationals change or reduce their channel partners, reduce but better target their marketing investments, or make personnel changes? These kinds of costs that can be cut can directly affect the amount by which multinationals may want to raise their prices. Yes, and of course, these types of considerations around cost cutting are also very important for multinationals in the pharmaceutical sector uh, or other um, parts of the healthcare sector, since they don't have uh, the freedom to raise prices in most cases, which reminds me of the importance of evaluating the recent developments on different customer segments. Yes, so high inflationary pressures mean that most customer segments will be very price sensitive in 2017, from low to high income consumers, B2B customers, as well as the government. But multinationals also need to think about how their products fit within their customers' tightening budgets. Pricing strategies will change significantly depending on the product's positioning, the availability of substitutes, and the competitive landscape, as well as the bargaining power of business customers. These factors will help multinationals determine their pricing power in the market and which customers to target. Companies may even find that they are better off phasing out certain products in their portfolio in the short term to avoid major loss. Very true. And, and lastly, many of our clients work with local channel partners in Egypt. They need to determine how to share the exchange rate risk with them. We've seen in other emerging markets with free-floating currencies that the exchange rate burden can create serious challenges between multinationals uh, and their channel partners. Yes, exactly. And the Egyptian economy will slowly need to get used to a free-floating ex- exchange rate regime. Zainab, you, modern, you monitor some key markets like Turkey, where a volatile free-floating currency is a significant challenge. Can you give us a few lessons learned from Turkey? Very good question, Dalia. Of course, we've seen significant volatility in the Turkish lira over the past uh, few years, but even before then, the Turkish businesses have been slowly getting used to this environment. A few key things Egyptian businesses or Egyptian local teams um, can learn from the experience of other emerging markets is number one, creating or asking from headquarters a more flexible pricing framework that will allow them to respond to currency volatility relatively quickly. The second would be taking a closer look at their inventory management, where the movement of the exchange rate needs to be tracked very closely to ensure optimum timing for import orders. 
A third lesson could be having a more sophisticated understanding of how currency volatility impacts purchasing behavior of different customers and being able to resegment customers based on their vulnerability to um, the volatility of the exchange rate. This can actually vary quite significantly from customer to customer and from sector to sector. Um, the fourth uh, could be being more creative and cutting front-end costs. We've talked quite a bit about that in certain situations. Um, and lastly, strategically timing certain marketing initiatives or promotions around the exchange rate volatility will be uh, quite instrumental in maintaining uh, revenue or profitability in certain periods of uh, height and um, exchange rate depreciation. And even after the initial volatility in the pound subsides, Egyptian businesses are facing a new reality of a free-floating regime. And this means, of course, that ongoing volatility in the exchange rate um, will mean that, albeit to different degrees at different times, businesses will ongoingly have to uh, manage uh, this risk. Yes, exactly. And with further volatility of the pound expected, including high inflation and consumers struggling with the reform's impact on their purchasing power expected to continue throughout this year, Multinationals can't afford to take a wait-and-see approach. The winners in this environment will be those who clearly identify their business priorities, are proactive in their communication between local teams, corporate, and their channel partners, and those who incorporate various scenarios in terms of the exchange rate, inflation, and external factors in their strategy planning. Dahlia, thank you very much for this conversation. Um, as a reminder, FSG clients can speak to Dahlia or any member of the FSG research team at any time by scheduling a meeting via your FSG client relationship director. You can also access our research, data, and all FSG content using our Frontier View dashboards. This concludes our podcast. We wish you great art performance in your emerging markets.